Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude, Guess What? Hey guys, it's episode 47 of the Dude, Guess What? podcast. Austin is making his debut on our podcast today. (laughs) So excited. Yep. So Austin has has knows that we have a podcast and he's always asked me if he can come on, huh? I wanna tell you something, Ed Izzy. Okay, tell me. We're gonna talk of talk about our week, Spider-Man and Mario. Okay, those sounds like great topics to start out with. Hey, do you wanna go off? Do you wanna go first? Yes. How was your week? Hey, it my week was good. What did you do? I was watching Hotel Transylvania, and then I was playing my Nintendo Switch with Link, Hyrule Castle Sword, Hyrule Skyward Sword, mm-hmm. and then my mom was really good at it. She beat all of it, and she told me she knows everything. <laughs> um, Your mom does think she knows everything. <laughs> I really know all the things. Mm-hmm. What, but what did you do this last week? Where did we go? Did we go to Arizona? We went to Arizona on a trip, and it was really cool. But last time, I, the first time when we came, our flight got delayed. And the, this girl found all our bags because we couldn't get them. And what else? And we went there last time, and then we got – we. It was Shady's birthday, and then he was two, so actually, it was really cool. Your turn. Why don't you tell us, though, because why don't, why don't you tell us what else you wanted to tell us? You said Spider-Man and... Mario. Okay, what do you want to say? So, I know that I read a book about Spider-Man, because he's really in a magazine. He's awesome. I know we can swing on webs, climb on walls. That's also really awesome. And I said for that I could do that. And you know you could do your friends could do a rat over adventure and glider. Okay. And goblin. Nothing about Mario. Nothing about Mario? No, yes, I said thing about Mario. Okay, what did you want to tell us about Mario? So I'm gonna talk about the movie and like the second one that coming out and okay. the first one. I'm gonna talk about the first one. Okay. So, Mar. I know that Mario is really cool. I played the game about it, and he can really jump on walls. And there's one of these things. There's also there's also a Lego Mario, and it's really cool. And it's also really awesome. I heard mm-hmm. that's. A- there's a good movie, and there's a there's also a movie about the cartoons. Ooh, are you gonna see it? Yep. Yep. You think so? I mean, I've seen it like a thousand of times. Oh, seen okay. All the episodes. Okay. And there's actually a second Mario coming out, and mm-hmm. it's about Mario. Defeating Donkey Kong. It is? Yeah. The one is. that's coming out? No, I see. Yeah, it's... I've I seen it. Like, it's about Donkey Kong. Oh, okay. 
So mm. Austin had listened to our podcast. We listened to it together sometimes. Yeah, we we listen into our car every day. Every day. Every day we go to in our car. Mom is like, "Hey, don't listen to the podcast." <laughs> so the truth comes out, mommy. Yeah. And then, so what did you what did you really want to talk about? What was the thing that you really wanted to say? So you listened to our our podcast about friendship, and what did you say you want you wanted to talk to say something Ta- about about how to be a good friend? Okay. Oh, good. Okay, tell oh. us. Okay, how to be a good friend. So it's in my, chapter one. <laughs> in my preschool, I have this guy. I have this guy named Tate and Carson, and they're my best friends. Carson likes Spiderman. Tate likes a lion and Spiderman. He likes everything. So. Okay, so how do you how do you be a good friend? About sharing toys. Yep, sharing toys. Saying kind things. Saying kind things. That's a good one. Showing, showing people how you care about them. Oh, that's a good one, too. That is a good one. And show people how you love them. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? And show people, show people your love. And support. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good. You're a good friend, Austin. Yeah. Austin. Everybody loves Austin. He's yeah. everyone. Yep. At the preschool, whenever we go to the park after, <clears throat> like at, they have a park in at the preschool. Uh, and indoor and outdoor yeah. park. They have an indoor and outdoor park, yeah. and it's like it's like forty hundred th- feet size. Oh, that's big. <laughs> actually 46 yep and then and literally every time as soon as he gets in there everybody's like austin come play with me huh and then i want to tell you another thing this guy named liam he's also my best friend he was like austin and then i ran up the stairs and i and he said austin and he he literally fell on his head and you know what i did i i grabbed him so that he couldn't fall and then he was like thanks yeah, that was, that's nice of you. All right, and I also sh- saved JD from the stairs. I was like gripping my hand like this. Yep, you did. And I also fell two heights, so I did this. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, babe. Bye, everyone. See you on the next podcast when you guys tell me. <laughs> All right. Well, glad that we got to have Austin on. He has been seriously asking all the time like every i told him that we were going to have him on we actually told him that we were going to have him on for the friend podcast mm-hmm. and that never happened um and then literally every time that i've told him that i'm recording with you he's like what am i going to go on and so um anyway that's why we had him on but um liz tell us about your week well my week was boring i just uh, um have been getting all moved into my house. I guess it's not boring. We got a lot of stuff done today. We got like the cabinets. Uh, we got like a entertainment cabinet thing installed, and then we got our TV. Um, what was it called? Mounted. What else did we get done this week? I feel like we got a lot of stuff. Oh, we got some overhead storage in the garage installed. 
So stuff like that. Um, so just home, new home owner things, and then just working. And mom is uh, helping me out during the day. Um, I guess she's helping both Brian and I out during the day. <laughs> and she's come and watch Robbie today and she'll watch him tomorrow. Um, so she's helping us out a couple of days a week so we can work. Yeah. And that's it. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, your uh your TV and everything. That's a, did you do it on Thumbtack? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, Thumbtack yeah. is great. I know. Thumbtack is great. So mm-hmm. sponsor us Thumbtack. We use you all the time. I know. <laughs> I legit used Thumbtack for the wall mounting of my TV. And then yeah. when the guy came, he had told us that um like the day before you had like spent like six or seven hours building one of those like playground things. Uh-huh. And I think it's just awesome. I like it. Yeah. It is but, good. Yeah. Um, anyway. We still don't have internet, which I mentioned last week. So we haven't been watching any shows. We've been reading Harry Potter. I've been doing a lot of coloring. <laughs> do, you, you, do you guys still read books to each other? Yes. I love that dude like I think it's so cute and if you're listening can you we start reading to each other <laughs> put it in with all of the other stuff that he does like when as soon as he gets home from the hospital and stuff you know yeah I know no I'm sure that that's like last on his list after the days that he has yeah but um anyway my week was pretty eventful um, we went to Arizona. My husband's from Arizona. We went to, uh, Arizona to go be with my in-laws and celebrate JD's birthday. Um, when we were going to fly out though, like it was, I mean, if anybody travels with kids, you know, just how chaotic it is, like, especially young kids, like you've got to bring, their um their car seats the strollers like we had to bring a pack and play my in-laws do have a crib but it's right in the bedroom that me Anthony and Austin would sleep in and the crib I think it has like an old mattress and so the mattress is like makes like a scratchy noise like if a child moves on it it makes like a weird weird noise um and so we bring a pack and play and our slumber pod. And um, anyway, it's just a lot of stuff. So on, we were supposed to fly on on Wednesday. JD's birthday's on Thursday. I, mind you, I've had all of JD's like birthday stuff sent to, to, to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Wednesday night, our flight is supposed to leave. And, you know, it's chaotic. We get on the plane kids have their iPads. It's going like good. And we're sitting on the plane and all of a sudden, like I overheard one of the flight attendants, like talking because we Mm -hmm. still hadn't taken off yet. And, Mm -hmm. um, basically Arizona was having some like crazy rainstorm. I thought it was wind. No, it was rain. Okay. Yeah. And they were like the air traffic control called and said that we couldn't land. And so they got everybody off. And a lot of the people that were on our plane, they just had um, a layover in Phoenix. 
And so they were able to reroute those people, but basically the people that were going there for real had Mm -hmm. to have their flight delayed to the next day. And, and our kid, the thing is, is like, we were wondering, we're like, should we try and like, wait until we, cause that's the thing is they were still going to take off, but it wasn't going to be till it was delayed several hours and it just kept changing and changing and changing. And Mm -hmm. so we um, were like, should we wait? But then our kids were just, it was already late at night and our kids were just so grouchy. And um, anyway, so then, you know, we decide that we're just going to do it the next day. And we had like uh, checked in a stroller at the gate. So they got the stroller and then they were like, uh, we also like checked in actual bags and they were like, they're, they'll just be at the carousel, you know, down at baggage claim, go to the mm-hmm. carousel, don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Then, so we're waiting there for forever. Finally, like three of our bags come or like How it many was bags did you check? five, but it was two bags, two car seats and a pack and play. So that's five okay. bags. Okay. 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 So it was like, we only got one of our car seats and one of our bags and then the pack and play, I believe. You're like, it's fine. We'll just strap JD to the top of the roof. Yeah, like, and that's the thing is I told Anthony, I was like, it would be, I don't care if the bags are there. Like, it's fine. If they ended up in Phoenix, it's the fact that like we needed our car seats and it was Austin's car seat that we got and we were waiting on JD's. Oh. And so, um, Anyway, we had to wait several more hours because they could not find the other two. Finally, they found them. And we legit were like, we could have just gone on the flight at this point. But um, I guess they ended up making it a passengerless flight. But so then the next day was JD's birthday. He woke up to literally nothing because (laughs) I was planning on it in Arizona and I felt so bad. He doesn't know the difference. It's okay. I know, but I know. Mm-hmm. that's the thing so then you know we get on the plane everything's good flight there was good um and then we just we had a good time we hung out with family um we had jd's birthday party we had a lot of friends come that um we hadn't seen in a really long time like mm-hmm. and that was just good to catch up and talked to everybody and it was fun. They stayed for like several hours too. Um, Yeah. Like it was a fun time. Yeah. And then we just drove out to like the East Valley and looked at places that we'd potentially want to live. And then we flew back on late Monday night and we legit didn't get home till like 11 and didn't get in bed till like 1130 midnight. That sounds awful. Yeah, and now JD is just like very sick, which is not fun. It's never any fun. Yeah, and he just gets so sick and it's like he doesn't want to eat, doesn't want to drink. And Mm -hmm. I just get so stressed out about it. Mm -hmm. And it just freaks me out just because he's had so many health issues. Like Mm -hmm. he was hospitalized for a week in December of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that your husband's a doctor and that you have a mom who is a nurse on speed dial. You know, that's the thing is like, I'm texting both of them and I'm like, is it his appendix? Is it 
because I just you don't know I mean you have no idea yeah I get it I get it anyway well speaking of mom we have mom here today with us and mom tell us about your week my week well does that begin from last week or the last few days whichever you want really (laughs) well I have been in Hawaii for the last couple of weeks and I just got home last Friday so I was there helping um my son and his lovely wife who just had a new baby so and it's his grandchild number what grandchild number 10 nice number four for them Mm -hmm. and um so I was there for a couple weeks just helping mainly with the other three children getting them to school yeah made some meals yeah. just help generally help around the house mom's the best at that honestly i don't think we would have survived without mom's help oh yeah mom is like the best person to have when you have a baby because that's we actually were talking to my mother-in-law about this we were like anthony was like elaine just does everything like she'll cook she'll clean she'll like stay up with the baby like he's like she just is awesome that's true, um, Mom. Well, I like to do it, so that makes a difference if you like. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got back on uh, Friday. I took the red-eye flight Thursday night and got in on Friday in LAX, but I found this amazing deal for $181 round trip out of LAX to Honolulu. Can't beat that. But then I just I got the flight from here to uh, to LAX, which I used by mile, so it's great. So anyway, um, I ended up getting home and was very tired, and so I called off work that night, which I hate to call off sick for one shift, but um, I was I was wiped out. So pretty much spent the night just chilling, went a bit early, and then I worked. Then I've worked this past weekend. Yeah, Mum is a registered nurse. So she works, she's works at a pediatric hospital. So you can say where I work, it's fine. I work at primary children's hospital in Salt Lake City. And, and she's been there for how many years, Mom? Uh 24 years. And yeah. I love it. Yeah, mom's a great nurse. Thank you. I love pediatrics. I have done it for so long, I would never want to be an adult. <laughs> But she does make a good adult nurse because <laughs> I've had her take care of me after surgeries and she's amazing. Oh yeah. And then I had to help the man on the flight from yeah. Honolulu to Sydney. Yeah. Mom, mom does it all. Which was an interesting situation, but yeah, that's another story. Yeah. Mom definitely does it all. Yeah. Um, any uh, current events, Liz? No. You picked up our crumble games. Oh my gosh, yes. I spoke that into existence. And someone, Gina, actually messaged me about it on on our podcast or on our yeah, our podcast uh, Instagram and said that um I like basically spoke into existence or I manifested it is what she said, I think. That's anyway, yeah. so I picked them up yesterday and I will be finally mailing them to you. So happy belated Christmas. <laughs> cool i'm like so excited except it's just me and i mean anthony i need to like find some friends that like to play games because just just make a facebook group dude just be like hey anyone want to come play hey, but like not what you think it's real games real card games 
Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you know what I wish could be a thing? What? Night games for adults. Yeah, the night game bridge is called putting your kid to sleep while they fall asleep or not. <laughs> okay, my only, wait, I do kind of have a current event. Okay. Well, actually, I have two. Okay. Um, We have started to watch the Murdaugh, uh documentary on Netflix, and it is so good. Like, we watched the first two, ep- I mean, there's only three. So I think, I don't know if they're going to add more, but there's only three right now. We watched the first two last night and I legit was like, oh my gosh, like it's just, it's insane. It's anybody that's been or has watched it, please hit me up because I want to talk to you about it. I, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I know I told Liz, I was like, please, I I actually kind of want to have a podcast just about the Murdoch trial because. He just got convicted as guilty for killing his son and his wife. Um, Once we get internet, I will watch it. Yeah. Or maybe it's left on my phone. The other thing that I wanted wanted to say, well, and I don't know too many too much like information, but my friend, um, she posted something that like Selena and Haley Bieber or something are having drama. Do you know anything about this? I saw something about it on today's. Uh, on someone's Instagram and they said they pulled up to like a swig and you know, you can give like tips uh-huh. uh, and it said team Selena or team Haley Bieber. And, oh, that's funny. And I'm like, Oh, what's that about? I, I thought it was maybe like the original, you know, Haley and Selena Gomez thing about uh, Justin Bieber, you know, cause they, Selena used to date him. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the current drama is. Do you? No. I mean, my friend told me something about like, Hold on, let me let me look on Instagram because she messaged. I was like, "What's going on? Like, give me the four one one." Because you know me, she said something that all I know is the makeup between Selena and Haley like a year ago may have been faked, at least on Haley's part. Haley has recruited other women to hate on Selena and be mean girls to make fun of her. Fans say Haley was making fun of Selena's eyebrows the other day, and she said, "That's all I know." what is wrong with people like this is just so petty yeah I actually saw this thing the other day too it was about Selena and Haley and but I guess I didn't realize it was part of the drama but Selena Gomez had her own like cooking show thing or whatever like on a YouTube channel or I don't really know and then Haley Bieber started her own and it is like for shot shot for shot the exact same of what selena gomez does selena gomez is like here's my nana and we're gonna make um her famous blah 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 recipe and guys we're really filming in my real house you know like and showing us this and then like legit Haley bieber does the exact same thing but she's like and today we're gonna make my oma's uh pretzels or whatever it is you know and it's like okay and she's like and we're cooking in my real house it's like the exact same thing okay this is gonna sound like stupid of me but what is Haley Bieber even famous for? Like, I know that her dad or her uncle is, uh, oh my gosh, Baldwin, Alec Baldwin. Her dad oh, is, really? yeah, I her uncle know. is Alec Baldwin. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well. And like, I don't, her dad, I think might have been in some movies, but that's it. Like homegirl hasn't, hasn't done anything. So I don't know. Like, okay, wait. So I just Googled what is Haley Bieber famous for? 
And it says, Haley Bieber first made her name through her work as a model, much like her cousin, Ireland Baldwin. She's worked for many luxurious brands over the years, most notably being figure, or being featured in campaigns for the likes of Tommy Hilfiger and Ralph Lauren. Hmm. I've never seen hmm. her work. Me, me I know that she has famous nails, like people are like copying her nail designs. I watched the documentary about Selena. Good. It was actually really good. I, I didn't realize she had a lot of health issues. Yeah, she had like a kidney transplant. Yeah, or she had a kidney right? transplant. I think she's either is she bipolar or she's something. Know. She's on yeah something. She had mental health issues too. Mm. A lot of anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. You relate to that? Yeah, I mean, not the bipolar, but I can relate to the anxiety. Yeah, that's where I meant yeah. anxiety. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, but that was it. That's all I wanted to. I thought maybe you would know because my friend, I don't have TikTok, guys. Like, I don't even somebody at the list last weekend was trying to like explain to me the is it be real? Oh yeah, I have one of those. Yeah. I don't know how to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. She was trying to explain. I legit feel like I and behind on the times like and so um I guess my friend so my friend told me that this drama maybe it was like she found it on TikTok or something but I don't know I don't even know how to work to I I have downloaded it one time and I was like I can't figure this out <laughs> and then I just like it, but this was like when it this is well wasn't there a thing with tiktok too like it was like don't download it the chinese are like oh, gonna... yeah. government uh federal employees are not allowed to download it onto their work computers or work phones who is yeah. it government oh, employees oh like don't make me tiktoks if you're working okay <laughs> yeah it's like they're dancing <laughs> anyway <laughs> So anyway, Liz, do you want to tell us about what our episode is kind of about today? Well, like I mentioned, we have mom here and she is so thrilled to be here. <laughs> you know what? So wait, let me just, let me just interject here. It's like, Liz, tell us about the episode. Wait, I'll tell us about the episode. Okay. Take it away, May. <laughs> no, I was just going to say this about mom. We mom was on our spooky. If anybody wants to go back, mom was on our spooky era, like in October. And I feel like we got, I got a ton of feedback from people that were like, we love your mom. We want to hear more of your mom. Like, why can't you have her on type of thing? And then we did a poll in November or December about like, what episode they kind of wanted to hear next or in a coming one. And one of them was about mom and that one got the most votes. Yeah. Mom's shocked over <laughs> here. She's like, what? what? <laughs> so, so people we're finally giving what you want and we're going to talk to mom today. So I'm going to have mom kind of introduce herself and tell us where she's from, give her a little background history, what you used to do. How you got over here to America? You you know you remember, right? I remember. <laughs> okay, so I am from New Zealand. Um, I was born in a city called Dunedin, which is in the South Island of New Zealand. 
Dunedin is a Gaelic word for Edinburgh. And so it is a very Scottish town. Um, oh, I know that's Irish. Oh, <laughs> I Scottish. <laughs> I don't know they say I, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I grew up there. Um, gosh, my mother was from England, Scotland. My dad's from Ireland. Uh, so I grew up in, you know, with that background, mm -hmm. um, all the things I've learned, etc. Um, I grew up, uh, I went to a private girls' school there um, called St. Hilda's Collegiate for Young Ladies. So it's like <laughs> legit, she like legit lived out uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> she was like sorted into houses, right? Had houses. And they had the magic hat, right? No. <laughs> my house, my schoolhouse was Wellington. Let me see, they had Wellington, Havelock, Nelson, and Lawrence. So those were the four houses in the, the school I went to. Mm -hmm. And we competed against each other for all sorts of things. For the house cup? Yes, for the house cup. For Oh, really? Yeah, we did. We had cups and we had, um, we did netball and you know, um, chess and all sorts of things. Were you on the chess team? team? No, I was not <laughs> on the chess team. Um, so it was it was fun. You know, choir, all sorts of things. So, and then um, I also uh, was a ballet dancer. Um, did dance ballet, serious ballet for many years. Um, was all British. Um, the British style ballet. It wasn't um, Royal Academy of Dancing. Is what it's called. Rad. So I did that up into my, well, into my 20s because then I came over to America on a dance scholarship. I actually did um, dance um, in a couple of different places with the New Zealand Ballet Company and the Southern Ballet Company in New Zealand. We did some little things there that we did, um, that we were chosen to go to, and that was really fun for me and good experience. Mm -hmm. And then I got a dance scholarship to Ricks College, which is now BYU-Idaho. And so I was there and for a couple of years. And when I got there, I realized the ballet classes were probably what I did when I was 10 years old. And I'm like, oh gosh, what, what am I going to do? I think this is like taking me back in time. I can't. And so they had me actually teach ballet classes. At the college? Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, at Ricks College. Yeah, they asked me, they said, we realize that you have a scholarship and we realize that the level of dance that you are at is far above what we're offering. Mm -hmm. And so um, they asked me if I would be interested in teaching their ballet classes for credit because I was an international student, they couldn't pay me. Mm -hmm. So I taught ballet classes and one of the classes I actually taught, and this is going to sound really funny, but... I taught a ballet class to the football team. <laughs> Not kidding. They wanted the football team to take a ballet class to learn um, coordination oh. and stuff like that. And so my roommates were so super jealous that you got to be that I got to, to and, and they're like, can we, can we come down and watch? Can we? Are we allowed to come in and watch? I'm like, oh, you're allowed to come in and watch. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So there were some pretty hot guys on the football team. <laughs> wait wait mom but wasn't 
like this is kind of backing up, but in in New Zealand, you were also on like some TV shows too, right? Oh, oh yeah, I was on like Carrot Top or something. Yes, I actually, gosh, I forgot about it. I was on a TV, a children's television show called Carrot Top's Songbook, and um, you had to audition to be on it, and it was singing and dancing. And one of my best friends and I, Sonia, we um, we got on that. And um, it was recorded in Dunedin, where I was from, at a big recording studio. So we would practice every day after mm. school. I would go to the studio. And the, every um, episode would be a, a theme. Like, mm-hmm. so for instance, we did a Halloween theme one time and they had dance macabre and all these different things that we do. And we'd learn songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would dance. It's like a spooky, spooky Halloween, spooky, spooky. <laughs> and then they would record on Sundays at the DNTV2 recording studios. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was about, how old was I? 12? Okay, so you're older. Yeah, yeah between, yeah, I was about 12 years old. And um, so it was really cool because I would go to school and... Um, my friends would be like, we saw you on TV last Aww. night, you know. Yeah. So everybody was watching the TV show. It was on, I think, every Wednesday night. So that was something I totally forgot about. Oh, I love so, that. So that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, what else? So you were had told us previously um, you choreographed the football team. Yes, yes. So, well, I not choreographed, but I taught them ballet classes so that was uh that was fun but I was also at Ricks College I was also on their they had a dance team called the Valhalla dance team so um that was sort of for girls and some guys who were more advanced in dance and so we put on on a lot of big performances and we actually toured one summer uh through Oregon Idaho and Washington I believe it was and we we billeted out at homes like LDS homes. Oh, bill, bill oh, billeted like, uh, stays and yeah, like um, Airbnb. No, like um, people in the schools and stuff or church members would put us up to stay the night. Okay, and then we would perform at high schools and different. So kind of like magicals. Well, kind of, except except not balanced. staying. I know, but you're like yeah. performing at other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, it was great. So that was fun. I really enjoyed that. And um, and I made some really great friends that have continued to be really good friends. Um, but after my time at Ricks College, I came back to New Zealand and worked, worked there. I actually worked at um, a hotel there called the Townhouse Hotel, which was a nice. It was fancy. It was a fancy hotel. And um, I just was like front desk person, and but did all their accounts and stuff. And then I left and came to America a couple of years later for a trip just to visit some of my old roommates. Yeah. And um, one of the girls I went to visit in Provo, her husband was in law school down at BYU. And I went with her one day to take his lunch to him. And that evening when um, he came home, because he was in the library and we dropped it off, um, he said, there are three guys that want to take you on a date. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I hate girls. Mom's like, no, no, don't, no, don't, don't stop, no. no. I was like, I hate blind dates. I don't want to go on a date. So anyway, they got these dates set up and 
I went on them and they were fun. I mean, they were fun dates, you know. Mm -hmm. One of the guys I went out with said to me, I have a really good friend who has been to New Zealand several times and he loves New Zealand. And I told him I was taking out a New Zealand girl on a date and he just would love to meet you. And that, and, was... and that ended up being my husband, of course, later. <laughs> but yeah, so um, he gave my info to to Jeff, my husband, and um, he took me out on a date. Uh, he called me up and, um, you know, when he picked me up, there was a bouquet of flowers on the seat of the car and there was a book on New Zealand and he was pointing out where he'd been in New Zealand and told me how much Ooh, he loved that is feeling romantic oh, yeah, yeah and um but anyway so the rest is history because Wait, will you tell us about your first date with dad first date yeah because then he pull out all the stops what does that mean like he went overboard oh yes well so we he the first thing we did was drive up to Sugar House to a music store. So for you, you don't realize nobody knows this except my girls, but my husband plays classical piano and he's extremely talented. But he knit he's very he does not. He hides his talent he under hides, a bushel. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but dad is like concert pianist yeah. level. Like he is Juilliard level yeah. right, pianist. He, he actually even played um, at his BYU Law School graduation. Did you know that? I did not know he that. He did. He played. How they managed to get him to do that, they'd probably promise him something. I don't know. <laughs> but um, anyway, he did. I, I wasn't there, of course. I was back in New Zealand. But um, anyway, so the first date took me up there because he had to pick up some, uh, he had to pick up some mute, sheet music. And then he took me to he casually had to pick up sheet like on this date, let's go pick up sheet music. <laughs> and then we went to dinner at some Chinese restaurant in the Sugar House. I think it's called Ho Ho's. It's still apparently still there. No, oh, no, no, really well. And I like Chinese food, but um, and then after that he took me to Baskin Robbins for ice cream. What Dan went to Dad went to like a chain restaurant. <laughs> yeah. are you serious <laughs> yeah and uh dad would never step foot in a chain he's like chilies ew like <laughs> that is so funny to me i know but um and oh and prior to that he'd taken me up to by the capital mm -hmm. and he asked me if i'd been, ever been up through the avenues and i said i don't even know what that is so mm -hmm. He drove me up through the avenue, showed me all the old houses, and we drove up by the capital as like a lookout. Mm -hmm. We can look all over Salt Lake, and I'd never been up there, and mm -hmm. it was it was incredible. It was mm -hmm. beautiful to mm -hmm. see that valley. And um, then we went to Baskin Robbins, and then he took me home to his parents' house, mm -hmm. and um, I got to meet his parents for the very first time. And just let me tell you, our first date was on Halloween, October thirty first, uh -huh. and. I met one in my soon-to-be-in-laws dressed in Halloween costumes, <laughs> heading out the door to a church party. Mm -hmm. My mother-in-law was dressed as a gypsy, mm -hmm. and my yeah, my father-in-law was dressed in um, scrubs, like suit, like he was going in a surgeon. So, do you think Grapple was a surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> so I very, I met them very briefly. Mm -hmm. 
And um, and then we went inside the house. And uh, at that point, Jeff asked me if I would like him to, if he would, um, he was going to make me a Milo. And for those that don't know what Milo is, it's a drink that we have in New Zealand, Australia, England. Um, it's sort of a, a hot chocolate malt. It's kind of like Nesquik, but better. Oh, yeah, way better. It's, you can't even compare it to Nesquik. Um, and I said, oh, yeah, I would love one, you know. So as he's making, made that. And then he sat down and he sat down and played the piano for me. Oh. And I nearly died. I was like, oh, oh, my goodness, he is so talented. And he played Rachmaninoff. He played some Chopin, Chopin pieces. And, of course, with me doing ballet, I you probably recognize am familiar it. with a lot of the uh, a lot of the classical music because we did dance to it mm -hmm. so um Aww. that was our first date and then he took me back to where I was staying with some friends and um we went out a couple more times and then of course it was getting close to me going back to New Zealand mm -hmm. and so I I didn't realize at this point that Jeff well I, I found out he was in law school at BYU, I thought he worked for the airlines because that's what the boy had told me. I have a friend that works for the airlines uh -huh. who's been to New Zealand, but I also realized he also was in law school at BYU and he worked for the airlines as oh, a job. Yeah. And so he had traveled in, you know, all over the world and had been to New Zealand several times. But the day I was leaving, um, flying out of Salt Lake back to New Zealand, um, some friends had dropped me off at the airport and daddy showed up mm -hmm. and um he i had um had left some stuff here in america from my trip before that i couldn't take back but means i had skis and boots and a big trunk and stuff in it and he checked all my stuff through to new zealand Aww. for free i didn't have to pay one anything for all extra baggage <laughs> and the other thing he turned up with was a corsage a corsage for me he gave me a corsage i I don't know the part of the story. He, he it was at the airport and he gave me this corsage and then he realized I was with people, you know, friends that I stayed with. So he sort of gave me a kiss on the cheek and said, Have a great trip home and then he left. And I felt really bad because Dude, I'm gonna cry. That's so tender. Oh. And then And I can just imagine dad doing that. Like yeah. kind of he, he didn't check to intervene or yeah. be intrusive. Yeah, like, he just checks you know. the bag, gives you your corsage, and it's like, okay, see ya. <laughs> but in actual fact when i got home to new zealand we corresponded mm -hmm. for that was in uh, 1982 was when i met him holy cow when you guys didn't get married till 84 so we corresponded okay. that whole time and through 83 and then he actually came down to new zealand several times to visit me and it's so funny because he could travel, he could fly for like $50 back mm -hmm. then, mm -hmm. you know, just for a trip. And, you know, I'd pick him up or he, you know, yeah. he'd stay at our house. Mm -hmm. And um, he'd sometimes he'd come on a Friday and leave on a Sunday night. And that is totally dad, right? Like he'd just come for a couple yeah. of days to see me and we'd go shopping or whatever. And then one time he came. I had booked hotel rooms in Queenstown, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful uh, town in uh, central Otago in South Island. And it's a ski, it's a huge ski mm -hmm. uh, town. And we went there and we walked around and we went up there. So we, my mother said to me, I think he's going to propose to you. 
Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I don't know, you know, uh, I don't know if he will. And so we went up the chairlift to the top of Coronet Peak, which was absolutely breathtaking. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was going to pop the question, mm-hmm. but he didn't. But anyway, where did he ask me? You know this story, know right? This story. So we're driving back to Dunedin and we had to pull over the side of the road for construction that was happening on the road. And all of a sudden he turned to me and said, I have a question for you. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he said, you don't have to give me an answer right away. But he asked me if you I would marry him. Yeah. I still love that story, though, because yeah. it's totally dad. I know, right? He goes, I don't have a ring for you right now, but I will come back if you say yes, and we will choose a ring. But he gave me this beautiful necklace. It was, a, it was beautiful. But anyway, but then he did come back. And when I said yes, two weeks later, because he said, I want you to think about this for two weeks, because I know it means you have to leave your country, your family, mm-hmm. your whole thing you've done, like my whole life. Your whole life. Yeah. And um, when he did call me and ask me my answer, I said yes. And seriously, he said, yes. On oh, the other that was totally a dad thing, too. Don't you think so, May? What did she? I couldn't hear. What did she say? I said, when he called me, two weeks after he'd asked me to marry him and because he told me to wait for two weeks he said uh when I told him yes he said yahoo on the other end of the phone <laughs> um yeah that's so sad. anyway we went and chose a ring and I loved okay Princess Diana and I share the same birthday and the same haircut July 1st Um, obviously not the same year but um I loved her ring I didn't want a diamond I wanted the sapphire surrounded by the diamonds Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what mom has that's what I have it's my engagement ring and I love it love it well we love you and the rest is history history. here I am in America how many years later 38 nine years later Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, 39 years. 39. Mm-hmm. Well, how old's Nick now? 40? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, he is not 40. I'm just kidding. Okay, so the other thing I want to ask you mm-hmm. is I want you to tell us about mine and Bridget's like individual birth stories. Oh, boy. Okay. Wait. Okay. What? Oh, nothing. I thought, you know, well, we'll, we'll probably get into it later, but. Um just her immigration story oh well I can do that really quickly um so obviously I coming from another country um my Jeff my husband had to at that time had to apply for what's called a fiance visa k1 it's a a k1 visa and I know that from watching 90 day fiance (laughs) of course there's all the paperwork you've got to go through and a lot of intense stuff, but because New Zealand at the time did not did not recognize a temple marriage as a legal marriage, you have to be um, you have to be civilly married first. So what we had decided to do is have a civil ceremony in New Zealand and then fly to Utah and have a temple marriage in the Salt Lake Temple because that's mm-hmm. where we wanted to be married. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we did. But, you know, and then after we had our civil marriage, so we were traveling with my husband's parents, we had to fly to Wellington, New Zealand, in order for me 
to get my, uh, I had to start, like fingerprinted and to the American embassy mm -hmm. um, and all the paperwork that had to go with that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had, uh, I, I don't think I got my green card until I had been in America, if they actually send that. But it's something they do on your passport, I believe, mm -hmm. in order for me to be, and papers, I had papers. So, yeah. And, and how old or how long had you been in America until you became an actual citizen? Um, I actually didn't become a citizen. I, I came was married in 1984, and I actually didn't become a citizen until 1999. And the reason why... Wait, I, sorry, whoa, that's, 15 years? No, no, no. Wait, was it 1999? So you came in 84? Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's correct, because... I remember being about se that would make sense. I was seven or eight when I remember going to you, your. I remember going. Yeah, to that's that. right. I remember now because I was studying. I remember I was working at Cottonwood Hospital at the time, and or um, I, yeah, I believe. And then I was at primary, but I was studying this book about America and all the questions I had because I was scared stiff they're going to ask me all these questions at my interview. Mm -hmm. And all do you know what they asked me? Who is the president of the United States of America? And I think it was uh, Clinton, Bush, Bush? Clinton at the time. And then the other question they asked me was, they're like, and who did he have an affair on? No, he <laughs> but he asked, they asked me, what is the color of the flag of the United States of America? Are you being, these are the questions on the test? I, I wanted to be silly and say uh, green. <laughs> no, I said like, red, white, and blue. And then they had me read a paragraph and I asked them why I had to read a paragraph. And they said, it's because we want to make sure that you are able to read English. Mm -hmm. and went, okay. And that was it. And then, then the next thing I know, I'm setting up an appointment to go to the courthouse and um, I know you all came with me, and I was sworn in as a citizen of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. I still have dual citizenship, however, so I am still. Do I have dual citizenship? Well, you you do really what? <laughs> so you were born in New Zealand, you and Sarah. Mm -hmm. um, however, you all are were dual citizens until apparently you can be dual citizen citizens until you're a certain age oh and then yeah on my past age but yeah you're past that age but you could still apply for that because you were married married sorry you were born in new zealand okay. wait yeah. mom did you say that the test the test that you took to become yeah. a citizen was the one that asked you those dumb questions yes that is insane to me i know and and i had studied this book on like all this American intense history. American stuff that I thought they were going to ask me. I mean, I had it memorized practically, and I thought they were going to ask me these hard questions. And when they asked me those two questions, I was dumbfounded. I was like, wow, that's easy to get into this country. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just don't, so wait. Don't so, tell anybody that now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is I feel like so. Was there a reason why you waited so long to become a citizen? Or is that typically how long it takes to become a citizen? Or is there a vetting, you know, process? And um, I think you, well, you have to be here so long. I had a green card, which is like an, I call it an alien card. I was considered an alien. Um, and then I remember daddy said to me, you know, we really should have you become an American citizen because 
what he had read um, is that if he was, if my, if Jeff had died and I was not American, an American citizen, that any monies coming to me from like, you know, any money from him for like uh, life insurance uh -huh. or anything like that would be heavily taxed uh, because I was not, not a, citizen. a citizen of the United States. Mm -hmm. And he said, I do not want that ever to happen to you. Like, if So I, you some, don't think that you would have come? Oh, someone would have because chances of me ever going home to live mm -hmm. in sorry. New Zealand again are very unlikely mm -hmm. because this is where I live now. You're mm -hmm. all here i mean a whole family's here you know it's like yeah yeah, yeah. so were you was are you like <clears throat> do you feel like the system now is harder to become a, a citizen or do you even know i i absolutely I, I really don't know but i think it probably is more um intense now mm -hmm. with just the way the world is yeah, you know, back then that was a long time ago. I'm sure you know. And plus, I think you know it's probably different for certain countries coming into this. Yeah, other countries coming into the United States of America. I'm sure they're more uh, strict on certain things, and you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, so, kind of what kind of brings me to my next question. I know that Liz really wants you to tell our birth stories, but um, we can, we can end with that. Okay. I, I can be brief. Well, one, I kind of want to know what was it like growing up in New Zealand? And then two, I kind of want to know you've lived now in two different countries. What do you think? What are the differences, good and bad, like from one or the other? So what, what, what's the first question? Oh, just um, the first question is, um, what was it like growing up in New Zealand? And then the second is um, what you have now that you've lived in both countries. What are the differences between the two that you've noticed, good and bad? And actually, maybe I'll add a third question in there. Wait, well, let's get through. <laughs> let's get through the first two questions. Okay. Our memory. <laughs> My memory. Mine is not that good. Um, okay, growing up in New Zealand um, was wonderful. I mean, I have such wonderful memories of the lifestyle there, how laid back it is, easygoing, um, not fast-paced, uh, not that I'm saying it's a you know slow-paced country, but I'm just saying it was just a wonderful experience. Um, you know, back in those days, and I'm sure it was like that here too, but, you know, after school, you know, you'd walk home from school, you'd play with your friends and you'd ride bikes out on the street. Um, everything was safe. Um, I don't remember any awful things happening. Um, we used to take beautiful vacations, but we call them holidays. Um, we would drive, my parents and I, my brothers, we'd drive far distances to go on holidays and stay, you know, um, we could, we'd do some camping or we'd go and exchange houses with people. They used to do that back then. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had lovely, I have lovely memories of traveling and going on the ferry. Um, the country is absolutely gorgeous. If anybody ever wants to go to New Zealand, go because 
it's breathtaking and I miss it so much I'm gonna start crying um it's a very beautiful country and growing up there was truly magical now that I look back and I'm very thankful for being from that country um it's its heritage and its uh, culture, the Maori culture, um, is beautiful. And I remember church being wonderful and having some lovely friends growing up there. And we all hung out together and did amazing things. You know, we'd we'd all get together on the weekends and we'd have fun times at the chap up at the church and all mm-hmm. things. You know, just playing games and singing and dancing. And then we'd walk to the beach and we'd grab fish and chip at the fish and chip shop and we'd go sit on the beach and. Uh, eat fish and chips yeah. <laughs> but I mean just just lovely memories um very uh easygoing um like I said just wonderful mm. and um coming to America was very it was almost very stressful for me because I'm from Dunedin which is you know it's a city but coming to America and moving we lived in Alexandria, Virginia, and we commuted to Washington, D.C. every day for work. And that for me was very hard because it's such a huge change change for me. And I had some very, I had some anxiety from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never been on a, um, what they call the metro or subway. I'd never been on one before. Mm-hmm. And I got very claustrophobic in those days. But anyway, very different, very fast-paced. America is a very fast-paced country. Everything has to be done yesterday. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like that's not how I grew up. It was very casual, very, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when I worked at the hotel, like I said, we used to have American tourists come through, and they were very like, we want this done now. We want this done now. And it well, that's not how we do things, mm-hmm. you know. And anyway, it's just just different that way um yeah it's just and it's like we went on a trip there in 2018 and my son kept saying to me mom why did you ever leave this country it is so beautiful Mm -hmm. everywhere we went and people were so friendly and i'm not saying americans aren't friendly it's just different it's different you know americans suck (laughs) okay next question is what do you feel like the differences are good and bad between New Zealand and United States? Um, like I said, I think the pace of life in New Zealand is one that I love and I would have loved to have raised you kids in New Zealand. If we mm-hmm. At one point, we were seriously considering mm-hmm. when we were in American Samoa, we were considering moving to New Zealand. Well, and I thought oh how you know and even Nick had said to me I would have loved to come here and go to Otago Boys High School Mm -hmm. which is you know a private boys school um but uh I I love America um it's big and everything's big you know what I'm saying um you can get anything here and in New Zealand yes it's it's hard to, to explain what I'm saying, but it's not a fast-paced country, mm-hmm. and that's that's the the differences. Is I I don't 
and I've gotten used to it obviously here now, but um, back in New Zealand, everything is very calm and laid back mm. and people are not in a hurry to get places all the time and everything doesn't have to be big and huge. And like, I feel that's, I feel that way here. Mm -hmm. I feel that, you know, everything is big. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Everything has to be done on a big scale. Do you know what I'm saying, Bridget? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Um, and, and one day I hope Bridget, that you get to go to, go to New Zealand. Yeah, you can take her. You, I could. <laughs> and you will see exactly what I'm saying. Let me give you a really quick example. We were driving around the peninsula one time with Nick and Allison and the kids. And we realized we were going to the very end of the peninsula. And we realized we did not have enough petrol in the car to get there. And so we pulled over to this little tiny petrol station, gas station. And I went to use my debit card to, you know, pay for it. And mm -hmm. it came back and said it wouldn't work. And so then I used my credit card and it said I needed some PIN number. Well, we don't have PIN numbers on our credit cards. And this man came out and he goes, oh, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm trying to use this and it won't work. And he goes, oh, you must be from America. He actually didn't say that. He goes, you must be Yanks. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm from New Zealand, but we do live in America. He goes, yeah, your credit cards won't work on this. He said, how much... How much petrol do you need? And I said, well, we've only got this much and we need to get round to the peninsula. Mm -hmm. And he said, here, I'm going to use my, he said, do you have any cash? And I said, yes. He said, give me $80 of cash and I'll put $80 in your car on my credit card, mm -hmm. which he did. Aww. And I'm like, Nick said, that would never happen Tom. No, because you get those bums walk, walking around the gas station asking you for money. But I mean, that was so kind and thoughtful because otherwise we wouldn't have been able to, we would have had to turn around and just go mm -hmm. home. Yeah. But I, I was, Nick was shocked. He was like, wow, I can't believe somebody did that. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. anyway, just a little example of how friendly and how kind people are. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. My, my next question, well, there it's two kind of, but, um, one, what do you feel like the hardest words to say in in United States or like I don't know, just in America, America. versus yeah. So and then two, well, wait, two. So what are the hardest words? And then two, what are words that you cannot stand that people pronounce it? Does that make uh, sense? Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Well, the thing is, living here now, I, I'll say words and people look at me um, like we say aluminium. We don't say aluminum. Um, I think we say allium. Yeah, aluminium. aluminium. Um, but I mean, like, just, oh, gosh, I can't think of words right off the top of my head right now. Um, uh, like, I can't say, I still say car. I can't say car. I can't say car, get in the car. Mm -hmm. well, you know, it just sounds weird to me to say that. Um, of course, my New Zealand accent is not as strong as it used to be. And then, but if I go home or go to Australia and come back, my accent is stronger just because mm -hmm. I'm around people that speak like me. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I can't talk with American accent like, you know, people will say, the car park, go, 
where did you park your car? <laughs> I can't even say it. I just say, oh, yeah, I'll get out to the car park, you know. Mm -hmm. And the car park. Yeah. Um, but I can't think of words that I absolutely hate. I'd, I'd have to think on that one and maybe save it for another time. Okay, I'll tell you one that I think mom says that's funny. What? Every word that, and any word that ends in an A ends up sounding like an er. Like pizza? Like pizza. Pizza? <laughs> Did I say pizza? Yes. The pizza. I think that um mum, my favorite thing is when mummy says Tuesday. Oh yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday instead of Tuesday. It's instead Tuesday. of Tuesday. Or I don't know. There's the thing too is it's funny because um I don't think that I realize that I have carried over some of mom's words that she, or because dad, I feel, you know, dad's obviously from United States, but he will say some words that, you know, are from uh -huh. like the zapper, like where's the zapper? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like in, like, I remember when I first, I'm, I might've even been just dating Anthony, but I don't know. I, I was like, well, where's, where's the zapper? And he was like, What? <laughs> I was like, you know, the thing, the TV thing. And he was like, you mean the remote control? <laughs> oh, I thought of a word that drives me crazy. Okay. Okay. It drives me crazy when people say, I've been to the store. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That drives me insane because it's been. I've yeah. been to the store. I, I say bean and people make fun of me for right. saying bean. Because it's two E's, which make the long sound of that vowel E. Mm -hmm. But people will say, oh, yeah, I've been there. Or I went out to get the mail, the mail or the mail. Yeah, but is that is that just like your preference for no? We don't whatever, in New Zealand. We would not. Nobody would say go to the mailbox. Mailbox. The mailbox. The mailbox. Yeah. Well, people here will say, uh, "I'm going to the cell at Nordstrom. They're having a big cell." Oh, yeah. sale. <laughs> those sorts of things drive me insane that's okay it's just i don't think it's just general it's not like utah mm -hmm. yeah dang i was just i was curious because i think there are some people that um you'll see on like instagram or something that have lived in another country or they're from another country and they'll <coughs> talk about you know these types of things but um mm -hmm. anyway it was just interesting the other thing, too, is like for those that don't know, like um, so mom's from New Zealand, but there was a time when they used they lived in American Samoa for a couple of years. And, um, you know, you guys have lived you guys have lived all over the place. I have. We, and then we did finally settle down here in Utah that was, was where Jeff and Daddy's from. But American Samoa was an amazing uh, opportunity for us uh, and an amazing experience um jeff got a job there with the attorney general's office and um we lived in government housing and we made wonderful friends and we i mean i grew up around polynesian so it wasn't anything new for me but i saw it in a different light too mm -hmm. um polynesian people are amazing um i absolutely have the greatest love for them um and we were treated so well there just like family and they did take care of us so well and it was a wonderful experience we were just talking about it the other day and i said jeff there has to be one of the 
best times that we of our lives is the time we spent in American Samoa because it just really influenced a lot of things in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're just so generous and loving and kind. And mm-hmm. of course, we've kept in contact with a lot of our Samoan Kiwi friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you guys, something, int- didn't you guys live through like a hurricane? Yes. I actually wasn't there for the hurricane. I had flown to Hawaii for to renew my green card because um, you can't be out of the country for greater than 11 months and you have to, even though American Samoa is an American protectorate, it's still considered um, out of the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to fly on that weekend and we knew there was a hurricane coming and grandma and grandpa were there and so was Fran and Kay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know Fran and Kay were there. Yeah, they were there. And they bought we bought they boarded up all the windows and everything. And I was staying with one of Daddy's friends in Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Um and of course we heard on the news that the hurricane had hit and of course the awful part was it showed pictures and it said all the houses along the coast have been demolished. And of course our house was 500 feet from the ocean. And so I thought I was freaking out. I thought everybody was yeah. dead, and yeah. we couldn't get hold of anyone. Oh, yeah, terrible! It was awful. Oh my gosh! So, I can't even imagine. Like, we live in a day and age where we have, you know, cell phones, and everybody's like in contact. I can't even imagine. I was, an, I was a nervous wreck. I remember at night yeah. I was crying and couldn't imagine my children and my husband not there anymore. You know. Anyway, the flight that I was supposed to fly back into Panapano had been cancelled. And then the next day, they let, we flew in the next mm-hmm. night, which was a Monday night. The hurricane hit Friday, I believe. But when we flew into Panapano, the plane, I thought we were not going to make it. It was like swaying. It was still very, very windy. Mm-hmm. And I remember when Daddy picked me up at the airport, um, they had the generators going for the lights on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, when we got home, we were very lucky. Our place survived as much as it did. We had like some broken windows, maybe. And I remember in bed that night saying, "That's this is scary. It's so windy." And I remember Jeff saying, "If you think this is bad, mm-hmm. you should have been here a couple of nights ago." Mm-hmm. So, yeah. dude, oh, we're gonna yeah. have to get dad to tell this story then, because so wait, just one thing though, you guys, you guys were in Samoa because of. Dad, what did dad do there? He was an assistant attorney general. So what did we, we had been living in Las Vegas prior to that, and he worked for a law firm there. But he said to me one day, why don't we do something fun? Why don't we pack up and go live somewhere different for a couple of years while our kids are little? Mm -hmm. So he, we had thought of three places, Guam, Korea, where he served a mission, and American Samoa. And we decided to go with American Samoa. So we did that just as a, on a whim, and they paid for our move there. Um, everything got shipped. Yeah, it was. Didn't they, didn't they want to make dad like a higher position, but they couldn't because he wasn't a like he wasn't. So being an assistant attorney general, the next step up would be attorney general, but you have to be. Um, you have to be American Samoan. You have to be a Samoan uh-huh. to be the Attorney General from American Samoa. And so, but we did extend our contract for six months and stayed a little bit longer. And then at that point, we decided that we needed to get back to the mainland. And uh-huh. 
and that's what we did. And it was we did a trip to New Zealand first after we left there, and did we toured New Zealand in a camper van, which was amazing. And then we came back to to the US or to, you know, to the United States, and um, went. You know, I think we moved to Arizona. Was it Tucson? Yeah, mm-hmm. we were in Tucson for a couple of years. At and I was born. Yes. And then Bridget came to the picture. <laughs> the the party started. Yeah, that's when the party exactly. started. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Well, well, that was that was good. I liked it. I like. I don't know. It's fun to yeah. hear stories. We're, we've decided we're going to do the um the birth stories on another episode. That's so we'll have idea. you yeah tell all the kids' birth stories. Okay. So just try to remember. <laughs> them all oh i know i i know them off the top of my head yeah. and now that we're coming to the end of this i know it's going to happen i'm going to go downstairs and all of a sudden i'm going to think about all these things that i should have said or oh, words yeah. that i should have remembered and oh i should have said this word bugs me or yeah anyway. well, we, we can make a list of them oh, we can make a list. <laughs> so yeah. anyway thank you for asking me to uh to yeah. come and talk today we love and you we, well i love yeah. you both very much. Love you. You're the best. I couldn't ask for better family, better children who are a credit. They are just amazing oh, kids. Thanks. They've done well. They're amazing. They live. They live great lives, and I'm very proud of them all. So is Daddy. Hey, it was. Uh, it's been real, and it's been fun, guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.